0: Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alistair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. So, this tantric path, which has come down to us, um, or come down to me, um, through through the teachings of Reggie Ray, um, and comes in, in all sorts of other paths. it's not just the way that you know, here I am sitting talking to you and this is how it's come to me, is, is quite revolutionary. And I mean that in the most literal sense. It's almost like a political act to become embodied, to actually enter your body, to take responsibility for your body's finitude, the fact that it is going to die, for its pain, which allows you then to empathise with the pain of others, and to its reality. To the reality that kind of streams out of it when we connect to it allows us to be powerful in the world <coughs> in a way that um, the prevalent, um, internetized uh, virtual, left-brain existence doesn't. And so the practices that, uh, that Reggie teaches and other people teach are really ways of... Coming back into the body and becoming human again. Because there's a sense, and you know, a lot of the exercises in somatic meditation are really about relaxing. Because there's a sense that the thinking mind is very tense, it's anxious, and it, it functions by tension, by shutting out reality so that we can think about things. Think about things and then I'll sort it out in my head. Meanwhile, we've closed our eyes, we've tensed our body, and we've shut out the actual reality of what's going on. We've shut out the reality of other people and the reality that's right in front of us. So when we come to these practices, and this is what Reggie calls the ground yana, so the ground practices are really about relaxing. It's letting go. Letting go of all these kind of ego, conceptual agendas we have about controlling things and making things go the way we want, and just relaxing into that unpredictable, wild, open, alive expanse of the body. And he talks very beautifully about the, the jungle, the three levels of the body. is your personal body, but then also the interpersonal body, so the body of your relationship with the world and with other people, And then also the cosmic body. That when he talks about the Soma, with a capital S, he's not really just talking about the the bones and sinews of your body, but really this this sense of embodiment that includes the whole planet. And in our time of sixth extinction, connecting to the whole planet through the gateway of the body is really important. So I, I want to wrap up soon, but I just wanted to make one point is that you know, many of us long for this connection back to the body. They long for a sense of becoming embodied again. And uh, a lot of you know young people, I think, who grew up with the internet feel this very, very strongly. Um, when I talk to schools and sixth-form colleges, this is, there's a real longing to to come back into the body, to make things with your hands, and do things, and, and not be kind of constantly lost in the left-brain universe. Um, and that sense of, of longing kind of compels us to to practice, to come into our bodies again. And that's, that's tremendously powerful. However, there's also a sense that, you know, we can... The body is not the end point. The body is the gateway. You know, I've also worked with people who are yogis, who are working body work and... Um, and there's a sense of they really know dances. My husband is a dancer, was a dancer, so he's, you know, he knows his body. But you can, you can be in your body, but then you can, then you can also lose the enlightenment aspect of it. You, know, you can be lost in your thoughts and be separated from your body, but you can also just you know, see that the body is, you know, just be in your body, but miss the awareness. Because ultimately, you know, meditation, and when we do meditation, Really, we want to start being aware of our awareness. This is the, the real liberation. So, it's important to recognise that these somatic practices are really the gateway, they're not the end point. But they are the only gateway, as in my experience. I've been practising for like 20 years, and I'd say 15, 15 years of those, they weren't wasted, but they were ma- mainly me being dissociated in my head and being frustrated because I couldn't get my head in the right... I couldn't arrange everything in my head so I felt good all the time. Um, but since I've been doing these practices for about six or five or six years, all of that experience that I had before and all those teachings that I had before have suddenly come alive. And it feels like, like a huge tsunami of, of inspiration has kind of lifted me and lifted my practice. And it lifts you towards greater and greater awareness, greater awareness of, of yourself and all your patterns and all your hang-ups, greater awareness of your body and all its kind of problems, but also greater awareness of the universe and the people around you and the fundamental um, state of the universe, which is aware that we are we're living not in a dead universe, a mechanistic universe, but one that is alive and aware and awake. And, of course, from a Buddhist point of view, that is the, that is the goal, that we wake up. Buddhism, you know, Buddha means to wake up. And so uh, part of my enthusiasm and my passion for this particular form of practice is that it's for me, has been the most effective and most joyous way of waking up. And uh, I really hope, I know that a lot of you have already, but I, l- I hope that um, many of you Follow the thread uh, and come back into your bodies and wake up in that in that fashion. So thank you. I've talked a bit longer than I intended, but we have twenty five minutes to maybe open the discussion up. So if you want to have a little stretch or go to the loo, then this will be the moment. Thank you for listening and please do join us again.